and welcome to episode number 207 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping passion-led online business owners and entrepreneurs learn how to use social media as a tool to grow your business. I'm your host, Andrea Jones, and I'm fiercely committed to helping you understand both the how and the why of social media marketing so that you can create connection, build community, and make your difference in the world. This podcast is brought to you by Sendable, which is the all-in-one social media management tool my agency uses to create our content and analyze our results. You can try them out for yourself by going to onlinedrea.com slash Sendable. In today's podcast episode, I'm talking all about creating a posting plan this year for the here and the now. As you know, social media has changed quite a bit (laughs) over the years and it's actually become harder and harder. Do y'all remember like back in the day, this is like 2015, you could just take the same post and have like use Hootsuite and put it on Facebook and Twitter at the same time. And that was it. And then maybe sometimes you threw an Instagram into the mix Uh, But it was a lot simpler back then. Now we have so many different placements, even within the same app. I mean, Instagram has like 12 different places you can put content from like the stories to the reels to the feed to video and great guides. And it's a lot, y'all. And I know that and I hear that. And so I want to take time in this episode to talk about how to create a plan for all of this now, like this year, um, and a plan that actually will work for you. You know, a lot of the listeners to this podcast are busy entrepreneurs. They have a lot of things to do. We wear all of the hats in our business and we're managing social and we're trying to wrangle in the kids and we're hiring and firing and, and, and we're doing all of the things in our business. And social media is just a blip of one of the things that we have to do. So this podcast episode is for you, if that's you. And the first thing I want you to think about is how much time to spend on social media. I think oftentimes a lot of entrepreneurs focus on the output. So how many posts can I possibly share? But I want you to instead think about this as a time-based project. Okay, So we're not focusing on this is how many posts we need to share. We're focusing on this is how much time I have. And the reason being is that those of you who are busy, this will help you. Now, if you are a social media manager and you're doing this for your clients, we'll do a different episode on that. This is for those people who are doing it themselves. Okay. So focus on a time-based commitment. What we recommend, what I recommend is focusing on one hour a week to creating social media content and one hour a week to building out your community. And typically that community build out hour is broken down. You know, you're spending about 20 minutes a day, Monday through Friday if that math maths, (laughs) Um, break it down throughout your week, right? So two hours total, one hour on content, one hour on social uh, community building. And this is usually very sustainable for business owners. And that's why I suggest it. Um, Of course, we can all go in and spend a whole day batching content. uh, But what I've learned is most of us get exhausted. And in that day, especially the first time we do it, we feel guilty if we only get through, you know, five posts. And then we're like, man, I spent all day on this. I only have five posts. I got to do it again tomorrow. I don't have time. (laughs) Who has time? Right. And we give up and we try to push out those five posts. Maybe we do one a day for the next week. 
And then two months go by and we try it again. And then we wonder why social media is not working. And it's because we haven't stuck to that consistency. I would much rather you see, see you post once a week for five weeks than to create five posts, put them all in one week, and then go a whole month without posting. That's just not useful to you as a business owner. Posting once a week for five weeks is much more valuable. And I know that because of the data and all the information that we run with running our agency clients, all of the testing we've done. That's what works best on social media. Okay, Weekly time. Now, my caveat to this is something we've been exploring with our consulting clients recently. And it's this idea of batching content based on your seasons of business. And I'm going to say this fairly loosely because I think you do have to have some maturity here in going into this type of project. You either have to know yourself very well or you have to have tried this weekly time commitment for at least a year before you fully understand how this works for you. I find that just headed, headed straight into batching is actually really tough for a lot of people because this is a new skill and it kind of feels like going into the gym and trying to learn all of the equipment like just spend a whole day learn it all the next time you go in you're still going to have to like review all of that and then the next time you're going to be like okay I remember these two machines but I don't know the others maybe that's just me <laughs> but it's overwhelming right if you learn one at a time let's say okay today I'm going to focus on legs then you can focus on those machines. And then, okay, next week, I'm going to focus on arms or whatever the case may be. I'm clearly not into fitness. I should stop using fitness analogies, but I feel like it works. Um, it's like learning any new skill, right? You slowly immerse yourself into that world and you'll understand it versus trying to go in and learn everything all at once. And that's what I think batching does is... If you're new and you're trying to batch content, it's like not only are you trying to to create content, you're trying to learn how to create content all at the same time. And by spreading yourself out in this hour to two hour a week cadence, you're allowing yourself to learn as a business owner. You're allowing yourself to improve. You're allowing yourself to test to see what works and what doesn't. When you batch, you're really hoping that first batch is good. And then if it's not, then you've got to start all over again with the batch. So this is why I say I like batching, but I do consider it more of an advanced strategy once you know what works. Now, that being said, as we're thinking about batching, one of the things that I recommend is batching based on your own seasons as a business owner. So as I said, we're talking about this in consulting calls with clients. And some of the things that are coming up is... And I feel really inspired around a certain time of year. And then let's say summer hits and the kids are out of school or I'm on vacation or I'm just drained. And I feel it like it's tough to create content. So when you're batching, we're not creating content, let's say a month at a time, but maybe we're creating extra content to get ahead for those moments where we know we're going to be slowed down. And this is something that's really helped me in my business. So I feel like I'm a pretty creative person. Um, and we we try to stay pretty far ahead of schedule. But there are some times where on my task list is record videos. And the ideas just aren't coming. There, I, there's nothing up there. It's empty. I don't have anything. <laughs> and so because I'm constantly working ahead, I have lots of time to give myself grace and space for those moments uh, where I just don't have the creativity. 
And so I think that could be very helpful if you if you identify those things for yourself. So I know for me, for instance, that tends to happen by the end of June into July and by mid-December through till the beginning of January. Twice a year, I go through these creative dry spells. And oftentimes it's because prior to that were big pushes. So prior to December, a lot of our clients are launching. We have Black Friday sales. We have the whole holiday rush, the end of the year. And so by the time December 15th hits, I've put in a ton of energy. And so if I go to batch content, I just don't have it in me. So now I prepare for that. I have six weeks to you know a couple of months ahead of time. Instead of recording one podcast episode, I'll record an extra one if I'm feeling extra creative. And then that way, by the time December comes, I have extra content or I'll just end up repurposing content during that time. Same thing for July. Um, since we have such a limited amount of summer here in Southern Ontario, by the time July hits, I want to be outside 24-7. I was born in Miami raised in Atlanta. I like it hot. I like the heat. I like boil the skin off of my body. I love it. I want to be outside. Um, And so it's really hard for me to sit in my office and be productive because I'm just thinking about like being outside. (laughs) It's what I want to do. So for me, batching and working ahead to give myself extra time to be outside or even just not to have the pressure of being creative is very helpful for me. So that's the first piece is time. Now let's talk about the actual content. So the content planning piece, I talk about a lot in technical aspects. If you go to my YouTube channel, you'll see that I taught, I have a whole playlist on Airtable and how we do content planning. But I want to talk a little bit about what goes into content planning as well, because there's a few things that you want to think about, especially things that work now, like here, now, today, 2022. Um, one of the things is using this before and after strategy, which I've talked about here on the podcast before, just tying it all together in this episode here. And when we think about the before and after strategy, what it essentially is, is thinking about your customer and putting their story at the center of your social media. So instead of your social media being, here's why I'm awesome, it's here's what's possible for you. Okay, so thinking about what are what are your people struggling with before working with you and what does the future look like after they work with you? Okay, and so by doing this exercise, you're preparing yourself for social media posts, and that amount of time that you're spending creating the post is drastically reduced. The other reason why this works, this before and after strategy, is in social media strategies today, 2022. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about video here on the podcast. It's very popular. It's very easy for video to be centered on yourself. So it's very easy to go, I'm working with a client right now. Here's what I'm working on. Um, here's what I'm doing. It's very easy to do that. So instead of focusing on what you're working on, it's shifting it to the client. Are you struggling with this? Are you looking for this result? Here's my advice for how you can get here. Or here's my advice for if you're struggling with this, like really focusing it on the client and that feeling that they're having. Because a lot of times when we're on social media, it's not the practical piece that we're looking for. We're not looking to be sold to. We want to be related to. We want to feel seen and heard. And back in episode 204, I talked about this value of of community and, and how important it is to be seen and heard and for someone to see themselves in the content that you're producing. And in order for them to do that, 
the before and after strategy is where it's at. Now, as you're sitting down to create content as well, I want you to think about two main goals. So in the past, I've talked a lot about the five types of content you can produce, which has worked really well historically, and it still does work well. But I want you to narrow it down to two goals when you're thinking about the outcome of social media marketing. And I found that by narrowing it down to two goals, a lot of our students and consulting clients find it a lot easier to create content for themselves. So again, there's there's five different types of content. We do teach that here. It's the five pillars of content. If you Google five pillars of content, Savvy Social Podcast, you'll see lots of examples of this. But oftentimes, that is a little bit more of an advanced strategy. And then again, it's so focused on the outcome of like, I have to produce five times a week. And instead, I want you to focus on the outcome of the intent of the post. So the two main goals are conversion or conversation. Okay, so your social media posts should have one of these two goals or both conversion or conversation. So let's talk about conversion first. And as business owners, when we think about creating content, we're often thinking about conversion. Let's be real. That's why we're here on social media. A lot of us aren't here to just play around and be goofy. We want to actually get people into our business. So we think about conversion before we even sit down to write the post, we should ask ourselves, is this post going to help someone down our social media sales funnel? Meaning, will they take one step closer to working with us? Now, a step closer, I'm not talking about getting all the way to the end of the funnel, becoming a, a complete advocate of your brand and shouting it from the rooftops. I'm just taking, talking about one step towards that. So when you're crafting the post, I want you to think about, is this post leading them to that, that funnel, leading them to water? Okay, So that's conversion. And we also have conversation. And again, this is so, so important on social media because we've got two words here in social media. We've got social, we've got media. We got to be social here. Uh, it's just how these platforms work. So are you enriching their, their worlds on, the, on these platforms by contributing to the conversation? And this can happen any number of ways. And in fact, most of our posts on social media may be more conversation-focused than conversion-focused, especially if we are a coach, consultant, a thought leader, an expert. We may find that we're starting and sparking more conversations most of the time. And then during heavy campaigns or launch periods, we're more focused on those conversion pieces. But when we think about conversation, this isn't just about knowledge bombing. Okay? It's not just about, I'm an expert. Here we go. Here's why I know the things that I know. It's pulling people into the conversation. So it's, again, asking questions. Have you considered this? Is this something that you're thinking about? Here's my perspective, but I'd love to get yours, right? It's, it's building that sort of community. It's not like, I'm the expert. I'm so good at everything that I do, okay? For those of you who watched the video, I definitely just use my bra straps as suspenders in that example. So you're welcome. <laughs> I don't know. I just went with it, went with the moment. All right. So when we're thinking about planning out our content, content plans that work in 2022, not only are we focused on time instead of the post-deliverable outcome, we're focused on our customer when it comes to the content. What are they feeling before and after? Is this post going to convert them or start a conversation? And then the last thing to tie up this episode is I want to talk about practice. So we talk about time, content, and then practice. And this is something that, again, 
it's hard as business owners. We just want to batch all the content and go, it's perfect. It's beautiful. I'm amazing. I don't need any help. I don't need any work. But honestly, this is where we get stuck sometimes. When I interview and talk to people about social media in their beginning stages, this is where we get stuck. It's like they tried it and they felt silly. And then they're like, I don't want to do that again. Especially when it comes to to newer content placement, like the video content. They're like, I lip sync to something on TikTok. I felt kind of weird and I want to do it again. (laughs) And I think it's because we're learning a new skill. Inside of the Savvy Social School, we call this the path to rockstar status. And I just want to talk through a few stages. There's three different stages here that we go through as a business owner. And I want to talk about these stages because it's something that's not talked about when we talk about marketing, um, which is practice. And that and that expectation of being perfect is actually stopping us from growing. So when you are in this first stage, typically you have less than a thousand followers. Um, you're not really confident. You're, you don't really know what to post. And so at that stage, your, your, your focus isn't necessarily getting to a million followers. Your focus is I'm focusing on one platform. I'm getting comfortable with marketing on social media. I'm getting comfortable with my before and after messages. Where you get stuck is you try all of the platforms or you try way too many tactics. You're trying to post way too much and you don't even know what's working because you're throwing spaghetti on the wall. So if you want to get to stage two, you've got to commit to just being regular and consistent with the time. You've got to start connecting with people and you've got to master a platform before you can really move forward. Otherwise, you'll stay stuck forever. Now, when you get to stage two, you're probably past the 1,000 follower mark, okay? Maybe you're not quite to say like 5,000 followers. So between one and 5,000, this is very general. Um, you're starting to see engagement on your post. You're starting to see you're connecting with the right people. Those are better signals than the, the follower numbers. Um, so at this stage, you're starting those conversations. You're doing more audience research. You're increasing your efforts to kind of build community. You're testing your funnels. You're going, okay, I'm starting to build engagement. Are people going to my website? Are they converting? Where you get stuck here is you're not actually looking at those numbers. Okay, Maybe you're stuck at looking at followers or engagement. You've got to start looking at, okay, are people visiting my website? Are they signing up for my lead magnet? Are they you know, filling out forms, you know, you're not really looking at the right numbers. And so you can easily get stuck in the second stage if you're not really looking at the right things here. And then once you graduate to the next level, this is where you become known for what you do. And oftentimes this takes a year, two years to really get known for something in the online marketing space. So at this point, you probably started building up a community of people. Um, Maybe you actually see your engagement starting to plateau a little bit um, or your following starting to plateau a little bit. So this is where you start exploring other placements. Um, You know, maybe you've been doing the same thing for a while. Now it's time to shake it up a little bit. Or maybe it's time to layer in paid advertising because you can see, okay, I'm getting consistent people to the website. I'm getting consistent conversions. I got to take it to the next level. 
Um, so you can really get stuck here if you're not testing out some of those new things, if you're resistant to trying new things, new content types, um, new content placements, like maybe you always post in the feed and you don't want to do a reel, or maybe you always um, tweet out without an image and you really don't want to try that, or you don't want to try live, you really got to start trying different things. And this is also the stage where you can start bringing in other people to support your content. If you bring in other people to support you in stage one or two, you're never going to know what's working or not because you haven't tried it out for yourself. I shouldn't say never say never, but I do find it really tough to bring in someone at stage one or stage two because you haven't developed your marketing messages. You don't really understand social media and how it works. And so you're constantly going to be looking to that person to give you the answers. And... Um, it's almost like outsourcing bookkeeping where you got to kind of know your books and it's easy to get taken advantage of, right? Why do we hear so many people getting scammed out of you know money? It's because they they don't really know what's happening. And then years, years go by and someone's skimming off the top. So really, truly understanding your content and how it works will help you take, take things to that next level. So as you're thinking about social media, building out a content plan... In 2022, I want you to focus on those three things. The time that you're spending on social media and how much time you actually need to see progress, the content you're producing and whether it connects with that ideal person, and then allowing yourself to move through the levels of awareness when it comes to building out a social media strategy that works for you. To tie this conversation up in a neat little bow, what I'll say is this. Something that's trending this year is not being perfect, okay? So as a business owner, I want you to ditch the idea that your videos have to be in a studio, that you have to have a professional photographer, that you need to have all, to say all the right words at all the right times, not needed, okay? Lean into that imperfection and create where you are today. And I think you'll actually see way more results than trying to be perfect. That's all for today's episode. Next week, we have Will Perry on the show talking about TikTok advertising. Very interesting conversation. I still see you next week for that. In the meantime, make sure you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps support the show. We really appreciate it. And I'll see you soon. Bye for now. <laughs>